Evening, my Rabbi Say. We're continuing along here in another Cheshben, number 16. Cheshben number 16, which actually does have a nice segue from the 15th Cheshben. Cheshben number 15 was about when we prepare for our trip, for a long journey, traveling somewhere to a different destination. And we know we prepare things, prepare provisions and food and arrangements. And we want to know what we have to take over there. That's the Cheshben. And this is a, a similar idea with a little bit of an offshoot. The Hashishas are in the 16th Cheshben Anafesh, an accounting of one's soul. Cheshben Ha'odim Nafshoi, that the Cheshben a person should make with himself, Al Uyrech Zman Omdoi Ba'ilam, about the length of his time here in this world. In other words, the, uh, this doesn't have to be at any particular time, although Chavis will tell us when the right time to make this cheshben, as he has told us often. But this is something that we should think about from time to time. How long am I going to be in this world? How much time do I still have to rectify what I have to rectify, to fulfill as many mitzvahs as I can, to fill up that valise, like we mentioned last time. So that's a cheshben, about the length of time a person has in this world. The yala libai, and a person should take to heart. Kirvas Kitsai, that his time may be approaching. Uboy Hamoves love, and death may come upon him at any time. Now, when should he do this contemplation? Says the Khurbis al he should do it as follows. When he sees death of other beings. Pisoim, sometimes it's sudden. Mimedaber, whether it's of uh, a human being, vezulosoi, even of animals. It's a very interesting idea. None of us would think you're driving on the road, all of a sudden you see what we call a roadkill. You see a, a deer laying on the side of the road, or maybe even a raccoon, some animal that was hit by a car probably. Now that animal thought, the, the, the idea of death in that animal's mind was the furthest thing from his mind. He just wanted to cross to the other side of the highway to get some good, luscious grass. And he never made it. And all of a sudden, pissing, suddenly, he was smacked by a truck and ends up dead at the side of the road. Wow. It says the Chavis Avavis that it's incumbent upon us when we see that, when we see that roadkill, and certainly when we see all of the hero or see a human being who passes away suddenly, we're supposed to take the heart that death happens to everyone. And who knows how long a person has in this world. So this is when we should start using this contemplation for our benefit, to motivate us to say, okay, it happens to everybody, and therefore let's utilize our time wisely, let's be appreciative of the time we have and try to try to grab like the story with the Chavetz Chaim's Marshal grab as many apples as you can grab the time to do good things fine and this should be taking place when we see that death chances upon or falls upon other beings suddenly without any warning now oftentimes people do have warning you know, they're getting sicker and sicker and waning away, and the doctors are telling them, well, you only probably have about three weeks left, 
and informing the family. It's probably another few days, I would call the, uh, the extended family together. So sometimes you have that. But he says, we really should look at the times when people all of a sudden leave this world. Without any advance notice. There was no hint to it. It's not like they said, okay, on this and this date, please check into the hospital because this this is the time you will die. No, it just happens to a person. Or like we said, it happens to an animal. And a person can never be overly confident that uh, this won't happen to him. And an enemy sakev, me boy, and never, uh, it, it's never like uh, prevented from coming. It's not like they say, okay, uh, this month is a month of death. It's not like that. There's no particular month. And not a particular time in the month. It's not like, all right, the first half of the month, you know, uh, no one dies. You know, they say about the, when you're driving, if you're not so careful, uh, you have to watch out for the officers. And uh, towards the end of the month, they are prone to give out more tickets because they have to fill up a quota. But the Malach HaMavis doesn't have a quota, therefore at the end of each month he has to come, okay, this is how many targets I hit. That's not the way it works. And therefore we see it's not like, wait a second, is it the beginning of the month, the end of the month? It's not the way it works. The beginning of the year, the end of the year. Not at all. Says the Chavos let's be honest, let's not fool ourselves. It's not like, well, maybe only at the end of the day, at night time, that's when people die. But in the morning, ah, start of a new day, we're healthy, we're good, confident that the day's going to go well. We have no idea. It happens all of a sudden to a person which you weren't expected. Sometimes a person never is sick, but it's not like the doctor told him, you know, he only has a few days, a few weeks to live. The person, it could be he was sick, but nonetheless, nonetheless, the person thought that uh, he still has a long time, even though he's ill. Even though he's hospitalized, but he thinks he has a lot. And all of a sudden you hear, oh, Nebuch, you heard about the fellow who was in the laid up? That was it at the end. And these types of news that we hear, says the Rebbe is for us who are still alive. That the alive one should take the heart. And he's going to explain that passage in a moment. But this is the idea. That we know that it happens suddenly to people. It doesn't have to happen at a particular month in the year, a particular time of the month, or a particular time of the day. Furthermore, it doesn't happen only at old age, when a person is very old, as opposed to being middle-aged. It can happen sometimes to young people. Sometimes it happens to infants. It happens to all living beings at any time and at any place and at any particular type of uh, time of the year, time of the month. It doesn't really matter. So, this is the idea. And uh, the Mashkiah Zogazunti used to quote the Zayah. The Zayah Kodesh says, Abar Nash Ozil Baha'i Alma. A person walks in this world. This is my world. I'm comfortable here. I'm comfortable. I'm confident. He doesn't think that it can happen to him. He thinks he's going to stay here for 
generations and generations. And uh, even though in the back of his mind he knows it's not true, he's fooling himself, but that's the way the Yetzirah convinces a person. More so, the Chofetz Chaim says, you ask a person, don't you, don't you know that uh, people, uh, are people who die? He says, yeah, there are, you know, there, there's a club of people who die. You know, I, I never signed up for that club. The person thinks about himself, he's not part of that club. He's not part of that Kat Shel Mason. He's not part of the, the group that dies. And of course, it's, uh, it's foolish to go about our whole lives like this without knowing and thinking the truth because we only come to hurt ourselves. The Marshal he gives us a Marshal, Kilo Amelech, Hifkidetz Lepikodin. What if a king would deposit something by him, something very valuable or some money that the king would give him? And the king never designated a particular time when he's going to return to retrieve his item, this deposit. But the king tells him very clearly, you better be ready at any moment. I could send my men to pick it up. I could come myself to get it. And it may be at a, not- at a moment's notice. And you better be careful. If the king says he's going to pick up, you're not going to be found somewhere else and not available for the king. He better be found when the king comes and he wants his precious diamond back. While he's holding that safe keeping, while he's holding that precious diamond for the king, that the king gave it to him for safekeeping and entrusted it to him, do you think he's just going to leave without having that begotten with him? He's always going to have it. He's always going to be ready. Maybe the king's going to go get it. And the nimshal obviously is understood that Hashem gives us a very precious thing. That's the neshama. And we can do for the neshama almost unlimited amount of good for the neshama. can keep giving more and more and more mitzvahs. And Hashem never told us when He's going to come take that neshama, that precious neshama back. The Yeshim and Marshal Bami says, I'll give you another Marshal. Some give the Marshal Bami Shiyesh, Allah Khaiv, someone who has a debt. He borrowed money from somebody and he has to repay his debt. But Belize man, Kotsuf, there wasn't a designated time when his lender is coming to get it back from him. And he, you never know, he's always looking, is, is, that, is that the fella coming? Is that the fella? Maybe I should go get the cash now. And really, he can never be totally relaxed until he pays it back. So, again, as we've been saying all the time in different Mishalom analogies that he gives like this, if the fear of death actually cripples a person, it paralyzes a person, and he can't think straight, and he's too nervous about it, that's obviously the Yetzirah talking. It has to be done with a healthy way, with a healthy perspective, that the fact of life is just like when you would work on a field when the sun would set that's it, no lights in the field when the sun sets there's no more time to work that day, so you have to put in as much as you can same thing, when Mashiach will come that's it, it'll be the end of the line to do things while we still have a Sahara. and so too, when the Malach Hamavis comes and when death meets up with the person that too will be the end of the line. So we think about it, it says, okay, we're not here forever, 
And says Chavazovos, when you see Nebuch, a young man passes away all of a sudden, passes away so so quickly, with unexpectedly. At times like that, we have to make sure to start thinking about our own life. And let's first finish the what the Chavazovos says, and then we'll mention a couple other points. And when a person thinks about him, he contemplates his own length of stay in this world. And then he starts realizing, And this is so true. It's so true that it happened a thousand years ago when the Chavos was alive and writing this, and it's so true today. He should remember all of his friends who used to be here and they're not, no longer in this world with us. And sometimes you do that, you know, you talk to an old friend or you talk to your spouse, you say, ah, oh, you remember so-and-so, we used to be friendly with them, they're no longer with us. And that's what happens over the passage of time, five years, ten years, twenty years, the people who at one point in time were just part of our lives and, and the part of that fabric of our being alive, and they're no longer here. Says the Chavazos, we should remember that. We remember that some of our friends, Nasuel Elamach, they went to a different place, before us. And they were so confident that they're going to live. I mean, those, they were so strong, and they ate healthy, and they loved life, and they had so many plans and so many aspirations. And Frankly, we oh, we don't have any great reason why we should be any more worthy of living or more confident of living than those who have passed on. So when a person thinks about that, he's going to start not having so much faith and hope in this world. Start hoping for the next world. Start packing away for the next world. How, what do we have to do? How much more do we have to pack away? Got to give more tzedakah while we still can. Got to help other people while we still can. Got to say to him while we still can. Rav Miller brings in that booklet that we mentioned last night. He was once on a bus, on a city bus in New York, and he's sitting next to a Hasidish fellow. And the row in front of them is an old man, an old Jewish man, and he's reading the New York Times. So the Hasidish fellow is a little brazen. He makes a comment under his breath, but loud enough for the fellow to hear. He says, what a nebuch, an old man, he's reading the New York Times instead of saying to Hillel. Wow. Now, he didn't mean to say, don't, no, never read the, the, the paper, never know about the news. He says, but you have time, you're here on a bus, you have some time, say a capital to Hillel. Say a parakov to Hillel. You know what that does to a person, what it could do for the person and for all of his loved ones? Say a capital to him. You don't know how to say it fast. Say one a day. Said it. He's just reading the New York Times again for the second time. He's reading this great novel that he loves, reading it again. Good. You want to read, take a break. But you know what? I'm going to stop a little early and I'm going to say something to him. These are the kinds of thoughts that thinking about the, the afterlife should be able to bring us to. We'll hold it here and in Mitzvah Shem finish this Cheshben tomorrow evening. Agutenacht.